Greetings in the name of Jesus. This is Rob Hames. This is 15 Minutes with Jesus. Wherever two or three are gathered together in my name, Jesus said, there am I in the midst of them. To those of you who love him in truth, mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for this day. We thank you for this program. Father, I ask your blessing yes, on this Lord. program. Bless everyone listening. Praise Jesus. Everyone reading. Thank you, Lord. The Lord spoke to me the other morning to this effect by a tongue and interpretation. The things we are seeing in the world now are the unfolding of the things which are written in the Word of God concerning the days when the Lord shall return in the clouds. God said to me, Look up, for your redemption is drawing near. Today's program is called Look Up. Let's turn to Luke 21, verse 5. Then as some spoke of the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and gifts. Jesus said, These things which you see, the days will come in which not one stone shall be left upon another that shall not be thrown down. So they asked him, saying, Teacher, but when will these things be? And what sign will there be when these things are about to take place? And he said, Take heed that you be not deceived. For many will come in my name, saying, I am he, and the time has drawn near. Therefore do not go after them. But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified. For these things must come to pass first, but the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be earthquakes in various places and famines and pestilences, and there will be fearful sights and great signs from heaven. But before all these things, they will lay their hands on you and persecute you, delivering you up to the synagogues and prisons. You will be brought before kings and rulers for my namesake. But it will turn out for you as an occasion for testimony. Therefore, settle it in your hearts, not to meditate beforehand on what you will answer. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries will not be able to contradict or resist. You will be betrayed even by parents and brothers, relatives and friends, and they will put some of you to death, and you will be hated by all for my namesake, but not a hair of your head shall be lost. By your patience possess your souls. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains. Let those who are in the midst of her depart, and let not those who are in the country enter her. For these are the days of vengeance, that all things which are written may be fulfilled. But woe to those who are pregnant, and to those who are nursing babies in those days. For there will be great distress in the land, and wrath upon this people. And they will fall by the edge of the sword, and be led away captive, into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. 
And there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations, with perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts failing them for fear, and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads, because your redemption draws near. Then he spoke to them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are already budding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carousing, drunkenness, and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch, therefore, and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. Let's turn to Hebrews 12, verse 1. Therefore we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Notice, Jesus is not only the author, but he is the finisher of our faith. The work that he has begun in us, he will complete it unto the day of salvation, if we will continue steadfast in the faith, not moved away from the hope of the gospel, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him, who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin, and you have forgotten the exhortation which speaks to you as to sons. My son, do not despise the chastening of the Lord, nor be discouraged when you are rebuked by him, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens, and scourges every son whom he receives. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as with sons. For what son is there whom a father does not chasten? But if you are without chastening, of which all have become partakers, then you are illegitimate and not sons. Furthermore, we have had human fathers who corrected us, and we paid them respect. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? For they indeed for a few days chastened us as seemed best to them but he for our profit, that we may be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening seems to be joyful for the present, but painful. Nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. If God is rebuking you, if God is chastening you, if God is putting you through difficult times, do not be discouraged 
It is his love. It is his love. He's working his holiness in you. He's working righteousness in you. He's purging you, cleansing you, correcting you. It's his love. Don't be discouraged. Verse 12, Therefore strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that what is lame may not be dislocated but rather be healed. Pursue peace with all and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Philippians chapter 3, verse 7. The Apostle Paul said, But what things were gained to me, these I have counted loss for Christ. Yet indeed I also count all things loss for the excellence of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them as rubbish, that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having my own righteousness, which is from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which is from God by faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings, being conformed to his death, if by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. I want to skip down to verse 20. For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to his glorious body, according to the working by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Let's turn to Colossians chapter 3, verse 1. If you then were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is, sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. This is our blessed hope. The Apostle John said, If we have this hope in ourselves, the blessed hope of Jesus' return in the clouds and of the glory of God, then we should be about purifying ourselves, even as he is pure, holiness, without which no man will see the Lord. How do we go about doing that? By continuing in the word of God, with the Holy Spirit teaching us, revealing it to us, and leading us in doing it. We shall thus be Jesus' disciples indeed, and we will know the truth, and the truth will make us free. Jesus went on to say, in John chapter 8, Whosoever practices sin is the servant of sin, and the servant does not abide in the house forever. The Son abides forever. Therefore, if the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. You can't do this by religious practice. You can't do this by reading the Bible only. It is the Son who makes you free from sin as you continue in His Word 
with the Holy Spirit teaching you and leading you. Our redemption is drawing near, folks. The things that are written concerning Israel and the last days are unfolding before our eyes. And the Lord is saying, Look up. Be ready. Be watching. Let's turn to Matthew 24, verse 32. Now learn this parable from the fig tree, Jesus said. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all these things, know that it is near, at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. But of that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. We'll skip down to verse 42. Watch, therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. Watch, therefore, and pray always, that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass, and to stand before the Son of Man. Praise God. Thank you, Father. I am God Almighty. Those of you listening to my servant Rob this day, hearken to these words. I am warning you. I encourage you, my children, look up in this hour as you see these things in the news, what's taking place in my land. Look up. Understand. My son is coming soon. Prepare your hearts. Prepare yourselves. Be ready for my coming, says the Lord Jesus. Be ready for my coming, for I am coming soon. Do not think in your hearts it's a long way off. Behold the things that you see. I am coming soon, says the Lord. Thank you for listening to 15 Minutes with Jesus at roberthames.com. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with all of you who love him in truth. Amen.